is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Silly rabbit. You thought we were done? My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm still here to help you rethink the way you sell in this bonus episode for season four. Now, season four was all about how to sell like you, and I interviewed a bunch of my friends, colleagues, esteemed collaborators, and I interviewed them about what their sales origin story was, what it meant to them to finally take that step so they could hashtag sell like you or sell like them if we're getting our context right, and I recorded some bonus material at the end of each of those interviews that I didn't include in the episodes as they ran. And my esteemed collaborator producer, Doug Branson, decided, well, why don't we stitch these all together into something really cool for a bonus episode at the end of the season? Now, what I think is really cool about this is that this is an episode that is full of actionable tips. Like this is straight advice from these people, my friends, to you, straight from their mouths, their hearts, to your ears, hopefully your brains, and hopefully your hearts as well. And what I'm going to encourage you to do is to find some place where you can sit, find some place where you can absorb these tips. Hopefully you're not doing this while you're in the middle or listening to this while you're in the middle of doing a bunch of other stuff because these tips are cutting straight to what you need to do in order to do your best sales work. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed putting this entire season together. And we're going to start with my friend, Jason Bay. Jason is the founder of Outbound Squad. He helps people turn total strangers into paying customers. He's one of my closest friends and one of the people whom I trust the most in this business. He's also just a quality human being. I think you're really going to appreciate where he's coming from with his tip. Jason, you will never sell better than when you sell like you. Everybody agrees with me when I say that, but what is your tip for helping someone actually do it? I think what would be really good, I'm big on reflection. Uh, I go to a lot of therapy, do journaling, you know, that, that kind of stuff. More digital, you know, kind of journals. But I think just like sitting down, like, and defining what it means to be yourself. Like, what are the unique things about yourself? Like getting that down on paper on one side of the sheet or one table column or whatever you want to do. And then on another one, if you really had to look at yourself with a magnifying glass 
where are all the areas that I don't quite feel like I'm being myself? Mm. And then just start chipping away at one of those things. Super simple. Like you're going to be the best judge of this kind of thing. You can ask people for in your life that you're close with for feedback. That that doesn't hurt. Just make a list. Where do I feel like, like how, what does selling like me look like? And where am I not doing that? And let's just start tackling it one bite at a time. That would be my advice. Keep it simple. My next collaborator is the co-founder of The Practice Lab. Her name is Maya Rose. She's formerly known as Jordana Zeldin. And I think her recent name change just underscores how poignant her tip actually is. Give this one a listen. You'll never sell better than when you sell like you. What is your number one tip for helping reps get over that hump? So this is not like a quick tip or hack at all. <laughs> um, the good ones usually re- aren't. <laughs> no, but I really, really think that if you're wanting to sell like you, you have to first know a little bit about who you are. Yeah. Um, you're speaking to someone who's like a veteran of therapy for 10 years and psychedelic therapy and someone who has been actively trying to get at that. And I'm closer, right, than I've ever been before. But... I would encourage sellers who are really wanting to align who they are with what they do to not neglect getting curious about their internal life. Mm. It is so, so easy, especially now in an age of distraction and scrolling and technology and apps and games to live a life externally focused and to miss out on the really, really important information and signals that yourself has to tell you about what makes you feel alive, aligned, and happy. So I think one of the very best things that sellers can start to do is go to therapy or meditate or take walks in the forest to, to create you know, little pockets of time to spend with yourself. Because it's only, my understanding is like, and it's from experience, it's it's only if you know who you are that you can bring yourself into your work. Mm. So that's my advice. That's really powerful. Thanks. This next tip is from my good friend, Leslie Vinets. Leslie is a sales trainer, the founder of Sales Team Builder, and a champion for diversity, equity, and inclusion in the sales profession. Give this one a listen. So, Leslie... You never sell better than when you sell like you. And I say that all the time, but there are still people who are struggling to tip the scales in that direction. What is your number one tip, your top tip to get someone to finally make that move? Oof. I think it is to consistently push against your boundaries to find out what it should feel to sell like you versus the ways that you've been prescribed to sell and full disclosure, it'll probably be a little uncomfortable. Like it should never be icky, but it'll probably be a little uncomfortable as you're pushing gently against those boundaries and exploring those new ways to sell like you. Next tip is from my good friend and quite possibly long lost relative, Todd Capone. Todd is an author, a speaker, and a sales historian And I'll bet you can guess where he's going with this one. Todd Capone, you know 
as well as I do, that you never sell better than when you sell like you, but that's tough for people to do. It's a difficult concept for them to grasp, and it's even tougher to put into play. What's your number one tip to help somebody get there? It's a quote from sales history, because you know when cool people are doing cool things on the weekends, you're going to find me like dug into a 1905 book on sales or sales leadership. <laughs> but there's a guy, 1919, his book is, the guy's name is Arthur Dunn. His book is Scientific Selling and Advertising. And his quote is, if the truth won't sell it, don't sell it. Right. And that just kind of hits me in the heart. It's my favorite sales quote of all time. But your role as a sales professional is not to convince we don't buy when we're convinced, or if we do, we're probably pissed about it a few minutes later. Yep. We buy when we can predict. Our role, our job as sales professionals is to have empathy for the buyer to help them predict. And that starts with you being a human being, you being a consulting consultant or an advisor to them and not a necessary evil. And it starts with you just selling like you. David Premer is also a best-selling author and a sales trainer. And more significantly, you can't help but leave a conversation with him with a smile on your face. He's absolutely one of my favorite people to talk to. And I think you're going to take a lot out of his tip. David, great to have you on the podcast. Um, I always love talking to you about this stuff because you have such a great, um, just a great angle that you approach this stuff with. I always learn a lot more. So I'm going to go back and listen to that multiple times. But if you had one tip that you were going to give someone who's trying to just be a little more authentic, what, what is your best tip for someone to sell like you? It's, well, it's like, it's the golden rule. So before you do anything, before you use that objection handling tactic or pitch, or you're about to send that follow-up email to try to re-engage the customer that's ghosted on you, take a look at what you're about to do, and then ask yourself, if you found yourself in the buyer's shoes, would this tactic, would this approach work on you? And if the answer is no, which it often is, unfortunately, do something else. It's really that simple, isn't it? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, just it's the golden rule of sales. Oftentimes we do things that someone told us to do or we think is the right next step. Meanwhile, if we found ourselves on the buying side, that thing wouldn't be compelling. So that's the you know trick number one. The follow on to that is to, of course, get really curious about why that tip, that trick or tactic or whatever it is that you were doing. Why wouldn't that work on me? Right. And get really curious about those pathways and mechanisms by which you make purchasing decisions. And, and if you will, and then make sure that whatever it is you're going to do next aligns with those pathways. And that's why we say sales is a thinking person's profession. If you don't know what those things are, then you've got to study, you've got to read, you've got to look this stuff up so that you can be smart in a very human, authentic, and high conviction way. Reverse engineering the way people buy in order to sell effectively. That's, you might be onto something, David. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. Fingers crossed. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Ravi Rajani is a speaker, a sales trainer, and the host of the Influential Communicator podcast. I've made it a personal mission of mine to hang out with people who are younger, smarter, better looking, and more charismatic than me. And Ravi checks all of those boxes. You can hear the swagger just emanating from him in this tip. Check it out. If you had one tip for anybody who's just kind of struggling to find their own way in sales, what is that number one tip for helping someone sell like you? Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I suppose my tip here would be the idea that 
everybody, whether we believe it or not, has a unique gift. That's my belief, is that every single human being on this planet has a unique gift. Now, in the UK, we're a little bit more risk averse and we're like, we're not going to talk about how great we are, but just own it for a second, right? Just own it. Write down what you believe is the one thing that is within your zone of genius. Write it down right now. Then the question is, is how can you through your sales activities every single day and how you show up in your sales role, use that as a vehicle to generate your version of success. So for me, I speak about storytelling and I speak about all things effective communication. I'm using that as a vehicle to ultimately generate impact for what I do in my business. So what is your superpower and how can you use that as a vehicle to get your version of success? Harriet Miller is a sales trainer and coach based in Australia. Her podcast is called Sell Like You, so naturally I had to have her as a guest on mine. Coincidentally, the advice she gives you in this tip is similar to some of the things that I've been saying throughout the years. It's always good to be validated, but it's especially nice to know that there are other people out there on the same wavelength as you. I think you're really going to appreciate the advice she has for you here. Harriet, it was lovely to connect with you. Uh, we have similar ideas from opposite sides of the globe. Really cool kind of universal moment there. Um, sell like you is this concept that you have to make your process your own. You have to have this alignment between you know, what you do, who you do it for, how you do it, and why. You seem to have come about this intuitively for yourself, but what is your, your number one tip for someone who's just struggling to really connect with or listen to that intuition? I would say two things. I'm going to say one to listen to your listen to your existing clients. Find out why it is they worked with you before. Why it is they purchased from you? What problems did you solve? And use their stories in your own way. And that way, you're giving insights into how people have you know can work with you, the experience before they do proceed, and learn something from you at the same time. And the second piece for that is finding a strategy within a strategy. So. If there's a template, use the template, but make sure you use the language you would use. Don't take the language that I've written or you've written or somebody else has written and try and make it work for you because generally the language isn't the same. And often when I'm writing templates or giving suggestions to clients, I will get them to send me what's their email that they're using right now? What's that follow-up strategy right now? Because although it might not be strategically correct or the framework may not be quite right to get the right results the way that they are structuring the language that they're using will help me to be able to create something that's going to work for them and so if we reverse engineer that for somebody that's trying to sell like them find a template align it with the language that you would use and test it you know, the first time you send it, it may not work. The first 10 times may not work, but you'll get a response. You'll get somebody that that, that replies, that picks up your email or picks up your phone call, and they will give you more information. And that constant reminder of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and who you're doing it for will allow you to show your voice through. Jen Allen Knuth and I like to joke about how we were separated at birth. I'm starting to wonder if our respective parents think that's as funny as we do. But anyway... Jen heads up community growth at Lavender, and I love the way she makes you think with her tip. 
You'll never sell better than when you sell like you. We get that. But that is a tough hurdle for people to get over. What is your number one tip for someone watching or listening right now to get them over that, that obstacle? So my number one tip, there's a lot of good tips. My number one tip is to call a prospect, a customer, a colleague, someone who shoots you straight, mm -hmm. someone who doesn't sugarcoat it and ask them the question of if I wasn't in the room and you had to describe me, what four or five words would you use? And don't make me feel safe. Don't make me feel good. Just what would be the words that I use? And when you get that answer, don't get defensive. Don't look to prove them wrong. Accept it, hear it and say, is that in alignment with how I want to be perceived? And if it's not, figure out what is the way that you want to be perceived. What are those four or five words you want someone to use to describe you? And then look at how you are showing up in your personal life, in your professional life, in your work calls, in your internal calls, and decide what is it that I need to, I need to change to be able to be more true to the person that I want people to believe that I am. That would be my number one piece. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, uh, drop the microphone after that. <laughs> Don't drop it. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank all my guests for their appearances this season. They shared a lot of wisdom. They shared a lot of insight and they shared a lot of personal stories that will help you rethink the way you sell. So hopefully you get a better idea of what it means to sell like you. I also want to thank my producer, Doug Branson. Doug, this was a great idea to put together a compilation episode like this, but more importantly, I want everybody to know that this show would not be what it is today. It may not even exist if it weren't for you. So thank you for being the brains behind the operation. Most importantly, I want to thank you, the listener. You hear me say this all the time. There are hundreds of sales podcasts out there, let alone all the pop culture and the hobby-oriented and hobby-centric podcasts that are out there. You have a lot of choices. You are not hurting for an option to listen to throughout your day. And I appreciate you being willing to spend some of your time with me. Don't go away. Season five is coming. Give me a couple of weeks to put some things together. And uh, I'm coming back with more on this topic of what it means to sell like you. But in season five, I'm giving you the framework. I'm going into how you can functionally sell like you, grow your business sustainably, efficiently, and quickly in this economy, in any economy. But if you've got a number to hit in 2023, and I know you do, I'm going to help you hit it. Don't go too far. It's coming soon. And I'll talk to you then. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.